A teenage valley girl finds out she's destined to be the slayer of all vampires, but she just wants to go shopping. All I want to do is graduate from high school, move to Europe, marry Christian Slater, host Oh That's a Scary Movie, and die. <laughs> I love that we don't talk to each other before we start. It's, <laughs> that like lined up so it's nicely. So good. Um, hi, I'm Nathan. I'm Ashley. And welcome back to Oh That's a Scary Movie. It's been a minute. It has. We, uh, we have had quite... The summer. A life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, I was sick for a little bit. Then we had. I was a, sick for a little bit. And then we had almost a hurricane. Hurricanes. And boy, howdy. Yeah. It's just been a time. Thank you, everyone, for uh, being patient yeah. and listening to the older episodes and yeah. uh, sending some great recommendations that we're going to be diving into soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week, Ashley, <laughs> we're, we, we're talking about a little motion picture called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We are. Uh, directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie and written by Joss Whedon, starring Christy Swanson, Luke Perry, Rudger Hauer, the late great Paul Rubens, Hilary Swank, and Donald Sutherland. Yeah. And this sucked. It was so bad. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I was not, like, I was expecting it to be yeah. cheesy. Sure. But I wasn't expecting it to be this bad. It, it's an interesting thing, right? Like, this is one of those where you watch this movie and you think, how in the world did this lead to a multimedia franchise that's still, that's still going right, today? that's still super popular that's today. People still love and yeah. people still... I mean, there are still new Buffy the Vampire Slayer comic books that are coming out. Oh. Every couple of years, there's uh-huh. chat about some kind of either revival series or a movie, like a remake. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of wild. So where I want to start... Okay. ...is at the beginning. And... <laughs> It's a very good place it's to a, start. It's a great place to start. And to sort of gauge, I, I mean, I we've talked about this a little bit off mic. Right. But do you have any relationship whatsoever to the Buffy universe? Not really. Okay. Um, I, I watched... I watched a, a, an episode. Mm-hmm. Possibly the first one. Yeah, I think I just watched the pilot. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know. I, I don't remember why I decided not mm-hmm. to go further, but I just didn't. And it's not that this further. isn't your bag either. No, like, no, you, it's not. You were a big CW head oh, back in the day. I, a big Supernatural fan. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I watched, Smallville and as well. And Smallville. Yeah. I watched The Vampire Diaries. Sure. It's, like, it's, yeah, I'm not above... Is that kid writing? No, there's the... a, there's been five trucks that have gone by since we started recording. <laughs> I thought it was the kid from last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a supernatural conspiracy against us. Uh, no, yeah. So I'm not I'm not above watching a you know teenage supernatural romp. Right. Well, and also not even we don't even need the supernatural part. You're currently rewatching Gossip, Gossip Girl, Girl yeah. as like a comfort food show. I am. So. And I think I mentioned this, I might have mentioned this on mic last time, I can't mm-hmm. remember, but there was a time where if you had asked me what my favorite TV show of all time was, I would have said Buffy the Vampire right. Slayer. Um, it's one of those shows that came around for me at the exact right time, although I came to it late. I started watching it during the fourth season. Oh. Um, because my, my folks were very kind of protective about what my sister and I watched. And sure. then they slowly kind of figured out, oh, he's like sneaking episodes here and there anyway. <laughs> so yeah. whatever. Um, and so I got into the show um, towards the end of season four, beginning of season five. Like the first episode I remember really being like, okay, this is my show. Sure. Is the season five premiere, uh, okay. which was Buffy versus Dracula. <laughs> Took them five years to get together. <laughs> but then I, th- that was also around the time, there was a period of time where both FX and TNT were playing this constantly. Yeah. Um, the TNT would play it like early in the morning. So like 6 a.m. they'd play reruns. <laughs> and that's when I was getting up for, be- for school. Sure. And then FX would play like three or four episodes a day. Yeah. And I watched the whole show essentially from the start that way. Like there was one summer where I just watched I watched Buffy every day and yeah. like caught up to the show in time to finish the last few seasons. Nice. And yeah, and, and I, I just, I really, I've always been a sucker for a soap opera, uh, especially one with like 
you know, universal stakes or whatever, uh, no pun intended, yeah. but like I, I really connected with the characters. Uh-huh. I connected with the humor. I liked the cheese of it all too. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's something that always comes with those kind of story. I mean, like I also love, love, love Veronica Mars. I've talked about sure. this on the yeah, show yeah, yeah. and there's something about teen drama mixed with intrigue and all that mess that yeah. like just really appealed to me as I've gotten older. Uh, I I see some of the issues with the show and and some of the characters, particularly in terms of like the the male characters, like Xander sure. and Spike. Yeah. Xander in particular being a real nice guy, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But it and and you know some of that has also just been tainted by us, you know, kind of finding out that Joss Whedon's kind of a jerk, kind of not a great guy. Uh, yeah. So you know it's Which it's stinks because yeah, a lot of our favorites. Unfortunately, right. you, yeah. you his much ado about nothing love, film is one of your it. faves. So good. Um, I'm I you you like Firefly, right? You yes. watched Firefly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I loved Firefly. Firefly. Uh, another show that like parts of it haven't aged particularly no, well. No, not really. Um, yeah, I I, I love. I, I still have so much love for Buffy and Angel and that whole sort of universe. And there's characters in that show and arcs in that show that still speak to me and sure. and get me you know, teary-eyed. I would actually love to visit a couple of episodes maybe in the future on this show. If listeners have a particular Buffy episode they like us to tackle, I've been thinking about doing Hush, which is a mostly silent episode and is very, very creepy. I think it Mm -hmm. won the show its first Emmy. Um, But yeah, and but as as a... I also watched the movie... I think after the show had ended. Okay. And and I remember it being sort of more of a curiosity like yeah. even even huge fans would tell you oh well that's not quite it. That's not the show. It's yeah, it's it's nothing. I feel like they're nothing alike. And a lot of that has to do uh, according to Joss Whedon like he he had written the movie with the intent to direct it, but he was still kind of green, right? right? Like he'd he'd written like I think his first gig in television was writing for Roseanne. Like he oh. he did a lot of like he did a lot of television writing. Okay. He was also a script doctor. He'd punch up screenplays. Uh-huh. We we just talked about him a little bit on Silver Linings playlist because he wrote basically all of the dialogue in speed, right? Even Which though he's not credited insane. on screen, yeah. Um, but. He he's talked about how this movie doesn't really represent his vision at all. Like 20th Century Fox was like weirded out by it being a comedy. Right. So they removed a bunch of his jokes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he he said that uh, and they also removed some of the darker elements in the script, which we'll talk about as we go along. He also claims that Donald Sutherland was rewriting his dialogue on set, which eventually Ooh. led to him just walking off the set of the movie. Ooh, yeah. Um, but he. It, he he's he's talked about this in in later years where he's just sort of like it was helpful to learn what I would never allow to happen on a movie I worked on in the future basically sure yeah um, yeah but there's also this is a little tangent a uh-huh. weird little thing about Joss Whedon is anytime someone has criticized a screenplay he's written he's blamed other people for it sure <laughs> like there the first X Men movie he he worked on and there's like a infamously bad line of dialogue where Halle Berry says to the toad, uh, do you know what happens to a toad when he's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. Oh. And it's played like a, you know, yippee Kaye motherfucker moment. Right. And he is blamed Halle Berry for not delivering the line properly. <laughs> How do you deliver that line properly? I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh yeah, there that, there's that line is insane. He wrote he wrote Alien Resurrection, which is commonly <laughs> referred to as like the worst alien movie. Yeah. And he's just like, Well, it's uh all of my dialogue is there, but everyone's saying it wrong. The director English was his second language, so he didn't know. And I'm just sort of like, sometimes sometimes you just don't hit. Like, right. Like, like I doesn't... can't I can't stand creatives. I can't reckon with the fact that like sometimes you're just not good. That being said. There are so many lines in this movie uh-huh. where I turned to you and I said, that is a joke. And the actor saying it doesn't realize it's a joke. I, so many people in this movie are bad, including, yes. I, I hate, not to shit on her, but our lead oh, sucks. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Christy Swanson, mannequin to herself. Not, not so great. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's in it. I think, I think in some cases it's poor direction. Some cases it's, it's miscasting, but mm. I, I think by and large, this movie is a real mess. It's and so, it's so weird. The tone is so strange. Yes. Like I, there, yeah. well, it's like I'm saying, like there are, there are jokes that aren't delivered as jokes. There are super dark moments that are immediately followed by a punchline uh, the action is directed so and edited so poorly that there mm-hmm. are times where I couldn't tell what was happening. Right? Um, yeah. I felt like you watching uh, an I action just glaze watching over. Blade. <laughs> just glaze over. No. Okay, I have yes. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. About movie versus. TV okay. Show. Oh well, that's another thing. Is like the ending of the movie is completely different from the screenplay. So like when the when the TV show starts, like Buffy's even talking about how she was kicked out of her old high school because she burned down the gymnasium. Because the original <laughs> finale was her burning down the gym with Lothos and all the other vampires right. inside. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, there's a it's a it's a really funny joke. She she says I I had to burn it down. It was full of va- asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um. Okay. Yes. So the way in the movie, the way that Buffy knows a vampire is around is she gets a she gets cramps. Yeah. Like her period. Sure. Is that does that happen in the show? No. In the show, she can sense them. Okay. But it's it's done. It's portrayed in more of like a spidey sense kind of thing. The cramps I think. thing is stupid. It's stupid and weird. <laughs> yeah. And it's also kind of just dropped. Right. It happens. It happens like twice. But, this, like, she sees way more than two vampires. This movie, right. And this movie also, like, there are plot points that do not connect, don't make any sense whatsoever. The, the, I could not tell you at all what Lothos wants in this film. Right. If he wants to kill her, I, if he wants to marry her, if he wants to turn her. I think my, like third to last note is I don't know what anyone wants in no. this movie. I also don't know why... We're positioned with her as the chosen one when most of the vampire kills in this movie come from Luke motherfucking Perry. Right. He kills most of the... And then also Hilary Swank is just stabbing vampires at the end right. of this flick. Right. Like, Which uh, brings me to my next question. Okay. okay. So she she's the chosen one. Yes. Because she's got... Or not because of, but also because... She's got this mole... That oh, indicates sure. that she's the chosen one. Yes. Is that also in the show? I don't think that's in the show either. Because Not that, that is I recall. also stupid. No, the, the, the idea <laughs> is one person, and they never really like fully explain it, um, <laughs> uh, except for there's like a, there's an, well, they kind of explain it, that there was a sort of curse placed on this woman hundreds of years ago. Sure. Where she was going to be empowered and given like the super strength in order to, to fight the vampires. Uh-huh. And every time she dies, it activates someone else in the world. Totally makes sense. That's a cool idea, right? Yeah. Um, this movie muddies the waters a bit with right, the like, reincarnation thing. You have to be reincarnated. You have to have the mole. Right. Like there are so many, like, and I don't, okay, so peek behind the curtain we watched mm-hmm. the movie uh, like a week and a half like ago. a week and a half ago yeah. now can you remind me do we ever see the mole in question no she just points at her shirt and she's like <laughs> how do you know about my mole so yeah okay so yeah i the mole the whole mole yeah. thing is weird to me what if i was like yes there is actually a deleted scene <laughs> where brian doyle murray plays the mole and he's like hey <laughs> also in the show i know that there's like <laughs> a um this is so fun for me <laughs> This is actually better than any notes I had. <laughs> um, there's like a character who, uh-huh. um, he's got glasses. Giles. And, okay. The Watcher. Yeah. It, okay. So he's like the Merrick character. Right. Then. And okay, so, gotcha. in, yeah, in the, in the movie, Merrick is one guy who has right. lived hundreds of lives, yeah. who keeps being reincarnated. Bo- he He's like. He says, I'm born with all of the memories of my previous life. So that means you're a baby running around being like, oh, my God, there's like, vampires. I got to get old like, fast. You're probably depressed as fuck as like th- you're like three days he's, old. He's also that means he has he has like a thousand years of combat experience and he goes out like a bitch in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're 
right. You're right. <laughs> like, Luke Perry is better at fighting vampires after two days than Merrick is after 2,000 years. You're right. Um, Luke no, Perry yeah. is the MVP of the movie. Let's Do you want now? Luke Perry is the MVP well, he, of the he movie. He was, so, yes. So the reason we watched the movie um, was because I, I, I came up with the idea to watch the movie mm-hmm. after Paul Rubens passed. Yes, uh, yeah. And, also, I mean, Paul Rubens is great in the movie Well, and too. that's the thing is every. I was telling you, yeah, it's a really funny movie. And then I was thinking of just all of the scenes where he's clearly improvising, uh, where he's saying stuff like, kill them a lot. Kill them a lot. That's so good. Uh, uh, he's great. And then, yeah, as we like started it up, I was like, oh, yeah, Luke Perry, David Arquette. David Arquette, yeah. Uh, wasted in this movie. Hillary Swank. Tom Jane, as like, he's credited in this movie. Thomas Jane. Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck for two seconds. Baby Ben Affleck. Looking yeah. like he needs a Duncan. Getting uh, getting a, a basketball thrown at him by homeboy from Step by Step. Step by Step. Isn't that who, what that guy was from? Is that the TV show? Step uh, yeah, Step by Step. Step. Sasha Jensen, ruler. Day he was in uh, Dazed and Confused. Um, I love Dazed and Confused. Me freaking too. So, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's And the other thing was, when we started it up, I said... Oh, this is going to be a breeze. It's 86. This is the longest 86 minutes of my year. This movie felt like four hours. It's it's so strange, right? Like, yeah. we were about 15 minutes in, and I think that was when I first said, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't I, I didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> like, I, yeah, and I, I, I thought there was like a cult following for this movie, but I think I'm kind, mistaken. There kind of is. Oh, like, okay. I think, I don't know. I mean, I, feel I don't like want to insult any of those people. No, of course, if you like this movie, please don't, like, don't take this the wrong hey, way. We like dumb things. We... <laughs> No, don't you dare. No, I no, you're right. Like I, I here's the thing. I don't know that I don't know that anybody and I may be wrong here, but I don't know that anybody who likes this movie also Think, thinks it's great. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. I and I could again I could be wrong. I you know, whatever. I, <laughs> it takes all it takes all kinds. Every pot has a uh, lid. Look, we we spent two hours gushing over the mummy on this show we once. Did. Like, and, uh, but you know, whatever. One of my favorite episodes. Oh sure, of this show. Uh, one of the one of the most uh, confusing episodes of our show. <laughs> so as well. weird. But yeah, there there's a general sense uh, around this movie that that's and I think the way that the way that Joss Whedon put it in an interview I read once where it was he said something along the lines of, "That's close, but she's not quite the girl." Yikes. And I and I think that that's what it is. It's like that's not that's not the character that was. He's in He's not head. wrong, but yeah. you don't want to hear that. If right. You're- Oh, and, he, and it wasn't it wasn't even directed at Christy Swanson. Oh, I he gotcha. just means like this movie didn't capture didn't this hit. isn't Buffy. Yeah. Um, you also have a problem with her name. <laughs> what Christy Swanson? Buffy. Buffy? I If your name is Buffy, I I apologize. I think it's yes. But it's just it's, it, it, I think it, it's the I think it's like the ultimate valley girl name though, I right? I think it's yeah, like I I don't know, even just the whole the the whole Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I know it's sounds great. <laughs> like I don't know. It sounds like really bad nineteen seventies porn. So, well, <laughs> speak, am I not far off? I mean, uh, yeah, no, I don't know that you're wrong, but I will say like there's it's such an interesting road that this thing had to the screen because the by the way that remember when the movie started up I was like. What is this production company? Sand Dollar. Oh, right. It's yeah, Dolly yeah, yeah. Parton's production company. Stop it. So like some things about this start to make sense. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a movie about a little girl fighting vampires. Hey, y'all like vampires? I got and a vampire movie. Also, another reason why I think some of this movie feels really choppy is they they literally shortened the filming schedule. Oh, it was shot in only five weeks mm-hmm. because that was how long Luke Perry had off from Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, wow. So like that was, they were like, that's our star. Like that's our guy that's sure. on the marquee. Yeah. Um, which like, it cannot be overstated how fucking massive Beverly Hills 90210 was. Oh, sure. And yeah. we, I love Luke Perry so we, much. Yeah, we, um, we love Luke Perry. By the way, Riverdale, rest in piss. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> Little Riverdale update. Uh, it's over now. Yeah, and, and it can uh, die. As far as I care, what a ride. Um, um, yeah. So, so the movie opens 
with uh, I wrote down it opens with a LARPing scene. <laughs> we open in medieval times <laughs> with Christy Swanson and a lot of exposition. Um, yeah, th- th- this is the first indication that uh, this movie is uh, cheap. It looks like. Yeah, it looks like a Disney TV movie. It does. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. It, well, you know what it reminded me of was like, what if, what if like a homemade remake of the Camila Cabello uh, Cinderella? <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was. I haven't seen it. I heard it's terrible. I thought you watched that with your kid. We turned it on for like three minutes and I was like, no. It's and I turned it off. kind of a camp masterpiece. Is it? I mean, it's terrible, but... I mean, I love Billy Porter. Oh. That's why I wanted to watch reason it. Reason for the season. Love, Absolutely. Love Billy Porter. Um, But uh, we do... Yeah, the, the, there's, a, there's a scuffle... A uh, vampire goes out a window and like it's shot so far back yeah. and edited so poorly that I literally turned to you and I was like, what just happened? I don't know. We do one of my, fa- uh, this was I also still when I thought maybe this is going to be fun. Uh-huh. Oh, the transition. The match cut to, from the stake in the air to, to Buffy's the... pom-pom. Yeah. Really great. Yeah. And uh, we go into the longest opening title sequence I've ever seen. Oh my gosh, while it's so long. the River Vixens just do their thing. The River Vixens. They're wearing like, some of them are wearing full body suits mm-hmm. under their cheerleading uniforms and some of them you are were ve- not. That's my first note is Ashley's very concerned by the outfits. <laughs> she also, the mascot is a nightmare and you're very concerned <laughs> by the outfits because yeah, you were like, there, there's like, there's no uniformity. Some of them no. are wearing little bicycle shorts. Okay. Peek behind the curtain. I was a cheerleader for a lot of my By the my way, that, if, you're keeping, if you're keeping score at home, that's Ashley's second peek behind the curtain of the episode. <laughs> we're, also, we're also on Ashley's second drink. <laughs> um, yeah. As a cheerleader, it was very important, you know, everybody match. Mm-hmm. Uniformity is kind of like the whole cheerleader thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And <laughs> so some really, of them... Some of them didn't match. And it was some weird. of them are wearing like fucking long johns under their skirts. <laughs> but like metallic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really strange. Um, this is also where uh, we get a very uh, important uh, credit. Uh-huh. S- original score by Carter Burwell. Now, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nathan. Uh, what other what other vampire property did Carter Burwell provide the music for? I have no idea. He was the composer for the Twilight Saga. <gasps> How perfect! And fear. <laughs> <laughs> Previous hit on the Some podcast. Of my favorite movies. I know. Um, I also this is I wrote down Rucker Howard's in this fucking movie. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of returning champs, right? Uh, Was not expecting that. Rutger Howard. Go back and listen to our episode on the Hitcher. One of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's great. Is fully wasted in this movie and mm-hmm. also lost in this movie because yeah. I this performance is not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. It's not good. And uh, but I do like this little joke here where. Uh, you know, the the beginning of the movie tells us we're in the dark ages, and then we jump to Southern California, the light ages. The light ages. It's a good joke. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good. But uh, yeah, we 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 are introduced to Buffy and her friends, who in, yes includes Hillary Swank. Hillary, little Hillary Swank. And uh, they're being they're just being the worst people. They are awful, and I wrote down everyone is dumb and mean. tragically dumb. Everyone's dumb and mean. They. They bump into Donald Sutherland as he's like was trying to get into an elevator, yeah. and Hillary Swank yells, "What a homeless! What a homeless!" Which is one of the wildest lines what I've a ever homeless. heard. Aren't they? There's don't they? Aren't they trying to do something about the homeless or something? So they try to put together a they try to put together a chair a dance like the theme for the right. dance, and they're like, "Should we fix homelessness?" <laughs> Uh, should we, what about the ozone layer? What's that? What about it? It's <laughs> you know? so stupid. Um, no, what I thought was stupid was they go to a movie, uh-huh. uh, and Luke Perry and David Arquette are sitting behind them. This is, right. this is Pike. Pike. What a name. And then what was David Arquette's character named again? Uh, he's Benny. 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 So they're sitting in front of them and talking through the movie. And Luke uh-huh. Perry is mad that they're talking, uh, understandably. Right, rightfully so. Mad that they're talking in the movie. But he immediately starts screaming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Now you're interrupting, now sir. Now you're the problem. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'll, so many of my notes are uh, we meet Buffy's boyfriend, Jeffrey. They suck and are extremely dumb. Yeah. And then Sasha Jensen uh, gets snuck up on at a carnival. And we like none of the there's not a scary moment in this film. No, a lot of my notes are just basically like just, there's a merry-go-round there. I wrote. Yeah, there's like a carousel. Um, A lot of my notes are just like, what happened? Can I ask you a question? Tell and this me. is true. This is a true, truly a question. Truly a question. I'm ask on my second drink as ask well. Me. What is the difference? OK. Between a merry-go-round and a carousel. And is there one? Is a carousel, carousels are mechanized, so like they... I have no idea. And the merry-go-round, we have to make the Wait, move? a carousel... Wait, what's the thing that goes like this? That's a Ferris wheel. Okay, never mind. That's out of the game completely. No, yeah. <laughs> you lost the plot entirely. <laughs> Listeners, if you know the difference between a merry-go-round and a carousel, please get to us. Because we don't want to Google it. We want you to tell us. Right. Uh, like we have the news anchor telling us that there's been a rash of killings in the city. Yeah. And the the wounds look the like, wounds. quote, really gross hickeys. <laughs> See, those are the moments in this movie that I like where it's bordering on parody. Like, it's fully silly. Steven Root as the principal writing detention slips for the dead teenagers is hysterical to me. So funny. It's fully not of a piece with the TV series or anything like that. But I kind of wish this movie was just like, oh, they did a really gonzo campy one before they did the TV show. Right. You know? I don't know. Even if it's a little more campy, I think it still needs a little more... Uh-huh. Bite. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> you right. You right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We get like one montage of her learning how to be a slayer. Right. Uh, I don't know. I wanted more slaying. Um, I also wanted more slaying. This okay. So yeah, this was the flashback where Buffy hops out a window, kills a vampire, right? And it's it's shot so badly that it's hard to tell what's happening, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> Rudger Hauer comes floating down right. from the rafters like he's fucking Kathy Rigby in Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> um, he looks fabulous in oh, this no, movie. Oh, he, no, he looks great. So does Paul Rubens. Oh, my gosh. So I, I say uh, when Paul Rubens passed away, um, Jermaine Clement posted this thing about when Paul Rubens was on What We Do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. where he reprised his role as Lothos like in the wig and everything, which he had at home. Oh, he told. I love that. He told Jemaine Clement that he kept it from Buffy because he said we modeled my wig in this movie off of my mugshot, and oh. that's the coolest I've ever looked. That's so great. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, but no, he and Rudger Hauer look fabulous, mm-hmm. and uh, we get this really lovely scene of him just promising, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you so much blood, like, <laughs> so much blood." Uh, holding his hand, and uh, yeah, I don't know. For for a while, we're just popping between the vampires doing interesting things. And the kind of day-to-day school stuff. Right. There's no real, like, flow to the movie. No. It's just, like, a series of, like, what happens in yes. their life. Yeah. And then, which we, with, there is a version of that that's interesting. It's just right. not this one. Um, <laughs> not this one. I mean, we get the girls arguing about what they should do for the socially conscious dance. There's an argument about <laughs> whether or not Buffy's jacket is passe. And then Hilary right. Swank showing up in that jacket. Uh-huh. Um, which is a great jacket. It's a great jacket. It's also the return of uh, the bar that kids hang out at. Right. From fear. From fear like fear, it feels like where that. Where you can get beer and chocolate cake. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, so it was funny. I was like, oh, the, like watching this movie and thinking, okay, that's something that they kept for the show because, you know, in, in Sunnydale, you can just go to the bronze and see Seven Mary Three perform. <laughs> oh, sure. No, but uh, okay. Every CW show mm-hmm. has that little cafe slash bar sure. location. The, the Talon from Smallville. Yeah, there's one. Verdant it- from Air. Uh, in the CW, his fucking mom runs a coffee shop where in the CW uh, at the CW. What in the second drink, you guys? Uh, One Tree Hill. Oh, One Tree. His Hill. mom owns a coffee shop in One Tree Hill. His mom owns the CW and got him a show. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. The OC. There's like a bar. Everybody that Olivia needed Wilde Central at. Perk, right? Yes. They need their they need their little hangout yeah, yeah, yeah. spot. Uh, 
But they and and this is a, one of my favorite line deliveries in the movie is uh, they notice uh, Pike and Benny at the bar. And Benny, by the way, David Arquette rocking this this sassy little cross he earring. He looks fabulous. He, I gotta say, those two boys look great. They're foine. They yeah. look foine. Uh, even movie. though Luke Perry, like his his hair is flatter than I've ever seen it in is. this film, isn't it? It's yeah. it's strange, right? Yeah. But he he goes, Wait, you're the guys from the movie. We hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very funny to me. So silly. Um and then Benny sticks a hot dog in his pants and pretends to attack Buffy with his weenie. Yeah. And she, we don't even, so the, the bit is she cuts it in half. We don't see her do it. We don't see anybody react to it, yeah. really. Like, this should be a what's happening to me, how am I getting abilities kind of moment. Right. And instead, it's just kind of a non sequitur and then the scene's over. I mean, that's kind of the whole movie. Sure. <laughs> and also, Benny then... <laughs> Benny's a nice guy, right? Yes. Talking about how stuck up the girls They're are so and how he wants a piece up. of her. And Gross. he says in a, 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 a word that I've only ever heard in one other film. Yeah. He talks about her yabos. <gasps> Hocus pocus. Right. Yeah. So... Was that a real word? Because I never, I was, I've never heard that outside of. I've never used the term movies. yabos, and I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> um, but I, I love, <laughs> I love this bit though. This is actually one of the few mm-hmm. kind of effective moments in the movie. Is uh, they're sitting on the edge of. We see it's a sheer cliff face, right? And then all of a sudden, Paul Rubens as Amelin, uh yanks him over the side uh-huh. yanks benny over the side and i think that's that's pretty good that is really good like, no the scene is pretty yeah it's that, good like we know that there's nothing there uh-huh. um and uh this is okay so my my autocorrect was having a real hard time with this movie mine was too buffy kept getting turned into buddy yeah merrick kept getting turned into merle merle um better merrick, vampire name the next day shows up in the gym and just has very little chill and starts creeping out Buffy. Oh, right. He throws a knife at her and he's like... I wish I'd found you sooner. I want you to come with me to the graveyard to claim your birthright. Right. He's like, oh, by the way, you have a trust fund in the cemetery and I'm throwing a knife at you. And, oh, well, and here's the other thing is this is (laughs) the birth of a specific kind of dialogue. For better and worse, Sure. Joss Whedon changed how dialogue is written in modern blockbusters yeah like you know that that very annoying like so that's a thing that happened like the new the newer star wars movies have the they fly now like that kind right. of stuff yeah 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 like, i got you buffy saying let me get this straight you want me to go to the graveyard with you because i'm the chosen one and there are vampires like you can draw a direct direct sure. line from that to like all of hawkeye's dialogue in the mcu <laughs> Like, it just feels very, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm like, this is the beginning of the end. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to, I, and I feel bad because I, I know I'm being a hater. No, it's but okay. We also learned that in previous lives, she's been uh, a quote unquote Indian princess, a sure. slave. And I'm just like, thank fucking God we didn't shoot we those didn't scenes. We didn't see any of that. I'm so glad that this white blonde woman... Right. Wasn't in any of those scenes. But she she says these lines. She, her reaction is, oh, my God. No, her re- Because her reactions to all of this is like, oh. But it. Okay. Because she. The idea here is that someone knows about her dreams. She's having dreams of previous right, lives. Right, right, right. And it should be a revelatory moment for no. her. She is not. I'm going to say it. I just three seconds ago said I don't want to be a hater. Christy Swanson is really bad in this movie. And yeah. she's not, she does not communicate what Buffy is thinking at any point. No, one of my notes is I'm like, like later when she kills her first vampire, I'm like, this girl just found out she's the chosen one. Mm-hmm. She has all these abilities. She found out fucking vampires exist and she just killed a few of them. Right. And she's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She goes, to the, she goes to the <laughs> graveyard, wrecks their shit. Yeah. And it's fine. And then the next day is just at school. Like Merrick, Merrick takes her home, tells uh-huh. her not to tell anyone about this. And she's like, okay. Okay, fine. 
Bye. Bye. <laughs> she gets ready for bed, puts on her little red ribbon, and curls up on Rudger Hauer in a dream sequence. Why does she put a ribbon in her hair? I don't know. I sleep. think it's meant to be a previous life. Oh. That's never explained. Okay. Because it, it, he he seems to have... Lotho seems to have been in love with her in a previous life. Oh, okay. And maybe she was with him. But sure. it's never... It is never properly it's addressed. probably a big no-no. Yeah. Because um, is that the thing between like Buffy and Angel? Sure. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I don't have time to get into that. But yeah. <laughs> like he, you know, so he can't have sex with her because he'll turn evil. Sure. <laughs> That's a plot point. Common problem. I mean, it happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you come and then you go full goblin mode. Sure. Um, speaking of which, Benny is a goblin floating outside of Pike's house. And... Yeah. Like, he, he, well, Pike has one of my favorite lines, another one of my favorite lines in the movie. He's just, he's great in this. You're floating, man. Get away from here. <laughs> but he also just sort of like, Benny says he's hungry, mm-hmm. and then the scene ends. Like, he, there's Wait, never, there's, there's never a moment where he's like, I have, I have to make the decision to kill my friend. Yeah. I know something's happening in this. Like, the next time we see Pike, he's getting, he's working on fixing his van. Right. Like, and he's just like, oh, man, this town. Hey, you should. He tells Thomas Jane, he's like, if you see Benny, run, which is like kind of a nice moment. But I'm also just like, why don't, why is, no one is affected by anything. No, no one reacts to anything at all, except for Paul Rubens. (laughs) It's so strange. We we get our classic training montage. Right. She's going to school, and then after school, she's kicking bags and doing little flippy flips. Before this montage starts, is this where he throws the knife at her head? Uh-huh. And, and she catches it. And he's like, you wouldn't have been able to catch that unless you were the chosen one. The chosen one. one. And he's like, what if you were wrong? What, like, what the fuck is that? But also, like, he also asks her, he's like, when Lothos comes to you in your dreams, what does he do to you? What does he make you feel? And I wrote, hey, relax, Merrick. Perv. <laughs> like, what a grosso. Uh, and meanwhile, Stephen Root, as the principal, is trying to relate to her. He's talking about doing acid at a Doobie Brothers concert. Right. Uh, and then she kills a fly by spitting a pin at it, and the scene ends. Like, that is, I feel like we can, we could say every line should be, and then they do something else. Uh-huh. Like, uh, every note I have could just be that. And I, I this is, I read, oh, I can't remember what it was. Okay. Um, like wh- I, I was listening to a podcast once where they were talking about one of the cardinal sins of screenwriting is mm-hmm. to write an and then screenplay, because oh, like sure. the, it, it doesn't feel like it. It's not because then and then is just so then this happens and, and then, then this happens, happens and then this happens, happens and then credits. Not this happens because this happens. Right. Nothing and, feels like right. it's earned and doesn't go. <laughs> Doesn't lead into the next thing. Uh-huh. Um, this is where I accidentally wrote, Burphy goes on patrol. Burphy patrol. <laughs> Burphy patrol. Um, <laughs> but, oh, this is also where you you mentioned that, that Pike is clearly driving the mystery machine. Oh, my gosh. His van looks exactly like the mystery machine. Which is so funny because Daphne would end up playing Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> and vice versa. Uh-uh. Um, but, yeah, I, I th- yeah, this is where we learn... Mm-hmm. That Merrick, uh, Merrick explains that her cramps are a superpower. Right. Allows her, it's her, her spidey sense. And then he tells. I don't tells, know why I hate that so much, I, but I hate it's it. It's just really dumb. I hate it so much. I know you do. The, I think I, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm yeah, interrupting you. Please. Sorry. No, 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 go for it. I think I hate it because it's a, it's a man <laughs> writing a script. Uh-huh. Trying to make a woman's period into something now it's noble right <laughs> yes i, I, I think that's okay. what bothers me I so think, much I, about t- it. I totally understand i could not articulate why it was dumb yeah no yeah well now i fixed it for you now it's like it, yes. now it's a thing that's helpful yeah. oh now instead you of you it. just being mad all the time now you need it yeah <laughs> i get it i respect women i'm a feminist yes like it's I don't know it's 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 That's it's, very it's such misguided feminism. It sure, he's crazy. trying, yeah, but not really, but not really. Um, no, he he. <laughs> that's really funny. Sorry. No, that's absolutely that's that is so true. <laughs> what was driving me nuts was that Merrick graduated from the Jasper School of Vampire <laughs> Fighting because, like, much like my favorite scene in Eclipse, where. Uh-huh. Like Edward explains, oh, Jasper's going to teach us how to fight newborns. And the strategy is throw them. You <laughs> like, just grab them. Merrick's 
Merrick says the cardinal rule is one vampire is easier to kill than ten. No fucking sure, shit. Sure, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? And then he also explains... Thanks for the advice. He's like, I never get to rest. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go to heaven with... Van- I wrote, maybe he can go to heaven if vampires stop. <laughs> which, is a, a neat, <laughs> which is a neat idea, but like for a guy who was rewriting his, his dialogue and improvising on the set, right. Donald Sutherland is so fucking checked out in this movie. Like he's, he's so boring. He's he's extremely boring. And he's a great actor. It's just he is like, n- there is nothing there. He's I, not feel like, tr- I feel like if he was on the like the campy level of like how silly Buffy is yeah. and like how stupid her friends are. Yeah. Like if he was a bit more like. Well, there's that's why campy, like. Campy, I feel like it would be better. That You got to watch some of the show because okay. I think you would. I think you would absolutely love and hate Alexis Denisoff on that show i love Alexis. i know you do and he plays a character named wesley wyndham price wesley who comes who arrives on the show as the the ponciest motherfucker on the planet uh and kind of eventually becomes like a warrior but like he's i think i think he's delivering the performance that you wish donald sutherland was giving i think you could talk me into watching some of it i bet i could i bet i could (laughs) listeners Let us know what's a good standalone to do for the show and maybe could hook somebody into watching more of it. Um, Meanwhile, like Pike is super chill about being attacked like late night on the road. Yeah. There's a great bit with Paul Rubens like on the windshield and he's like, get off my car, dude. Get off my car. Yeah. He's just like, hey, stop it. And he cuts his arm off after he drives him into a branch and he, this is where we get the great line. You ruined my new jacket. Kill him a lot. Kill him a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, That's they they the they fight off the vampires in a very uh, badly shot sequence. Yeah, she Buffy takes Pike home, and like I don't know the, this the music is telling us this is a sweet moment, but they're they're There's not no really saying anything between. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's stuff that I wit I wish. And it, it makes sense that they didn't even try. They never even mentioned Pike in the TV series. Sure. Like, it just That's not feels who like. Spike is? No. No, she just loves Ike boys. <laughs> she loves some Ike boys. She likes an Ike in a, in a leather jacket. Um, but yeah, around this time, Buffy's just sort of ditching all of her friends. Like, she, she you know, gets mad at her boyfriend for uh-huh. letting her, his friends like sexualize her. It's a, it's a nice moment when she like chucks Andy like over her shoulder right. because he she gooses stands her up for herself. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff like is like, I don't, you know, I don't know what's gotten into you, which would be kind of an interesting moment if Jeff was a character. Right. We've barely heard him speak. Um, and, and instead, but like she, she, she argues with Merrick about, wanting to go to the game. And so we get this great <laughs> shot of Donald Sutherland walking into the stands with a handkerchief. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I love, but yeah. Oh, is this is where we get the funky chicken cheer. Yes. How, How funky, funky is your chicken? chicken? How loose is your goose? goose. So Our caboose stupid. is totally is an loose. Actual cheer. Something like that. I know. Yeah. She says that my caboose is totally loose, right? Isn't that one of the lines? Her caboose is, is totally, totally loose. loose. Um, I don't know. I, I, my notes get really confusing here because Same. I was trying to figure out why, again, nobody's really reacting to a boy flying right? through the air during a basketball no, that's, game. That's, those are most of my notes. Is like, why is no one noticing that this kid looks fucking weird? He's got pointy ears. He's got, he looks like the kid from Luck of the Irish. <laughs> They're probably distracted by baby Ben Affleck. Baby Ben Affleck. Playing basketball. Yes. And at a weird moment where like nobody really reacts until Buffy starts fighting Grueler on the court and someone in the stands yells, there's a girl on the court. Right. Hey, nowhere in the rule book says girls can't can't play play basketball. basketball. (laughs) Air buff. Air buff. Um, so yeah, she she steals a motorcycle. We have a biker yell a, a homophobic slur yeah. at her multiple times. Um, but it, it uh, the trade off here is we get a hilarious shot of a stunt double on a motorcycle with like the worst wig on the it's planet. Totally her. It's totally Christy Swanson. Um, and then they 
drive to the parade float parking lot? <laughs> the parade float home? No, there are places like that uh-huh. where they keep all the floats. For, for if you're year in round? like, okay, if you're in like New Orleans, uh-huh. yes. Okay. Because I went to I went to a party mm-hmm. in New Orleans in a warehouse where they keep a lot of the uh mardi gras floats okay i just feel like sunnydale would never i feel like sunnydale would never new orleans although totally this isn't does. sunnydale that's to be fair this is not this is not california sunny, this is the light quarter, years this is southern california generic california generic california the light uh, years where where stereotypical barbie is from yes um luke perry see luke i just write i, I got to the perry. point where i just started writing actor names luke perry <laughs> sees lothos and says i know that guy how <laughs> What are you talking about? Wait, no. Wasn't he on his car? No. He wasn't I, on his car. No. He just yells, I know that guy. Um, and I'm like... From... From... Did you see... Have you seen Blade Runner? <laughs> like, what are you... <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm getting confused with Paul Rubens. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. He, he, he gets ready to kill Buffy mm-hmm. uh, using his spooky hypnosis. <laughs> right. And uh, Merrick steps in front of him as though he's going to challenge him and instead Lothos just stabs him with his own stake. Yeah. In the novel. Okay. Oh, or in a, the novel. The novelization. Novel? Yeah, there's a novelization of the the screenplay that I read years ago. Okay. But in the original screenplay, uh, Lothos grabs Merrick and bites him on the neck. Uh-huh. And to keep himself from changing, Merrick shoots himself in the head. Oh. Like there's like a like it's like a dramatic suicide. I feel like that would be too much for this movie. That and I This yes. movie can't handle That's that. That's the thing is like it makes me wonder really what that original screenplay right. was like. Yeah. Um there is a there is a yeah, there's a novelization of the original screenplay. There's also a uh, comic book miniseries that I think was written by Christopher Golden, but it's called the Buffy the Vampire Slayer: The Origin, and oh. it is, um, it's an adaptation of the original screenplay with like designs based off of the TV show to basically be like, here's what the movie's events are in the continuity of the show. Gotcha. Which is I, which I think includes that moment, but there's there's some really interesting stuff like. What could have been, but sure. yeah, but yes, if that happened in this movie as it stands, we'd be like, that's insane. Yeah. Then he tells her as he's dying, uh, Merrick, because Lothos also just goes like, I'm not going to kill her now. She's not ready. What yeah. does that mean? What She's... are you fucking talking about? You were about to do it. Well, I mean, it's like why the Joker doesn't ever kill Batman or why Batman doesn't really ever kill the Joker. Right, but the Joker is never, like, doesn't have a gun to his head True. and then kills someone else and is like, I don't even care about Batman now. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Um, but, yeah, Merrick is dying and he tells her, remember about the music. When the music stops, the rest is... And then he dies. Uh-huh. Cut to her crying at Merrick's house. <laughs> And looking through his photo albums. <laughs> yeah. We've, which, have we ever been to Merrick's house this no. entire well, movie? No, they, they, I think that's where they were, like, practicing. Oh, but, okay. like, the, it's just very strange that she's, like, what, it looks like she's holding a bunch of, like, Polaroids. Right. And I'm like, is there a scene missing where he's like, and this is my vacation home in Aruba? Like, <laughs> Right. I mean, this guy travels extremely light. There's uh-huh. no way he's had these like full No, he's, lives. Just, he's just got this jacket. Yeah. yeah. This just that jacket. Dope ass jacket that he wears. So she gets into a blow up with her friends and Pike says, I thought you wanted to kill the vampires. She says, uh-huh. I don't want to kill anybody, which is kind of a nice moment. But then like, he he just shits on this whole thing where he's like, you girls are all the same in the leads. <laughs> this is how Benny discovers that Buffy is the Slayer. Right. Which here's, so the reason she chased Grueler out of the gym uh-huh. was she, as she tells Merrick, he knows who I am. Right. I'm going to be in trouble. Like, they're going to find me. They're going to find my family. She fights Lothos and Amelin. Who both see her. Right. And then we have a reveal that now Benny knows that Buffy's the Slayer. I was like, guess what? Five other people already fucking know Everyone who the Slayer saw. is. Everyone saw, yeah. Like, so, like, it's it's played like a reveal. Like, we're like, oh, no, she's in trouble now. Right. Because now David Arquette knows. <laughs> it's just, it's so, 
strange. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, let's cut. Let's <laughs> anyway. cut to the dance because nothing real. Like we're just doing a montage. Yeah. Of, of people getting ready for a dance and uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket is blasting over the soundtrack. Don't and you I just love when bands could be called that? Toad the Wet Sprocket, yeah. I do. Yeah. I have a note here that says Luke Perry looking fresh. Okay, yes. Yeah, I, looking I wrote... Looking fresh. I wrote, I love this shit. I am a... <laughs> I, Ashley, I don't know. We've never had an occasion to talk about this on this show. I am a sucker for a... Uh, the two love interests arrive at the see each other at sure. the dance scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I mean, <laughs> well, I guess we maybe have talked about it off mic because, like, probably you and I are both obsessed with the moment when Drew Barrymore arrives at the ball in Ever After. Oh my gosh! Like so good. One of my all-time favorite moments, uh, also from Buffy. I mean, one of my favorite moments in television uh-huh. is Angel arriving at the prom while the Sunday's version of Wild Horses plays. <laughs> like it's. The fucking best. David Boreanaz always looks like he belongs at a prom. He, he sure does. He still does. <laughs> it's the hair. No, he's just always been like this massive. I feel like he's always looked 30. Yeah. Yeah. You, I think you'd be surprised if we watched the first episode of Buffy right now. You'd be like, he is a. It's like when you see, you always think, well, Mulder has always looked this sure. certain age. But when you watch that first episode of the X-Files. David Duchovny looks like he's wearing his dad's suit. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking of Bones, of Bones, David Boreanaz. Yes. That... Well, yeah, David Boneanaz. Boneanaz. Um, I, I, I try not to think about anything Bones. he's done after Angel, really. <laughs> like, I, I fucking, I don't know what it was. I just could, I tried to watch Bones out of, there was this weird thing <laughs> that I did where after Firefly, Angel, and Buffy all uh-huh. ended, I tried to watch anything any of those actors did. Sure. Just out of like yeah. solidarity, loyalty yeah. to them. Of I course. watched six, all six episodes of Drive because uh, Nathan Fillion was on it. Uh-huh. I watched, um, there was some show Gina Torres did in the early 2000s. Like anytime one of them was getting work, I was just so happy. Yeah. Um, but I just, Bones, I couldn't. I think I got to the first scene where they used their hologram that crime <laughs> recreation technology. And I said, this is so fucking stupid. And I watched <laughs> all of Buffy. <laughs> I did watch a good bit of Bones. Got and a I good, didn't hate it. A good bag of bones? I got a good bag of bones, and I didn't hate it. No bones about it? Definitely my... Uh, uh, the My... How do I say this without mm. sounding mean? Mm. The uh, Deschanel sister that I like the most. Oh, Emily. Yes. Yeah. You mean the one that you don't dislike? <laughs> I don't dislike Zoe. I just... I don't like the character she tends to play. Sure. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I do like this moment, though, where they <laughs> dance together and he tells her, you're not like other girls. And she goes, yes, I am. Like, it's uh-huh. it's kind of a sweet moment. It's really lovely. And it's these moments where the actors are really, like, dialed in that the movie works for me. Yeah. Um, and then the vampires attack the prom. In sort of. Bring in the vampires. We're told multiple times that they can come in because it's a public place. Right. But they kind of stand outside and they're like, send Buffy out. And so naturally, it's time to tear her dress in half. Right. Obviously. And throw her a jacket. I wrote up, why does he give her the jacket? Buffy. And then he like throws her the jacket so she can look cool for the final fight. It's like when Whistler chucks Blade his sunglasses. Yeah. Blade, ain't you forgetting something? Literally, I wrote down, why does she need the jacket? Hey there, Buffy. And the fights are so bad. They're like they are so bad. inexplicable. And I, but I do, we do get this great moment as she's about to finish off Paul Rubens. He goes, he goes, we're immortal, Buffy. We can do anything. And she goes, oh Clap. yeah. Clap. Clap. <laughs> okay. I it's do have to give it to her there. That so, was good. It's so mean, but it is such a good one liner. Uh-huh. And she does, she does sell no, the shit out of good. it. It's good. It's really good. Um, uh, and then I wrote, now he's playing violin. <laughs> like, like Lothos just shows up with a violin and allows her to kill Amelin. Yeah. Which leads to the best moment of the movie. Paul Rubin's death scene, which you, I think... You love it so much. It works. I know it's it works so way more funny. for me than it does for you. It, it, it goes on a bit too long for me, but I... Exactly. <laughs> 
every time it should be the the shot of him he's doing his his little uh walk that fucking duck backwards like he's, he's, walk that fucking duck he's when he when he leans up against the wall and just lightly kicks the other wall a couple times oh god it is it's Y'all, Nathan so funny. was dying. I'm about to start crying. Like he was about it right dying. Now. It's so funny. It's the best part of the movie, and it 1,000 percent could not have been written that way. No, there's no way. It's so funny. It's so Paul Rubens. Like yes. I feel like it is quintessential Paul Rubens. It's it's really incredible. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile. Lotho's oh yeah Lotho says it's her first real kill and I'm like what no she killed like, we've seen her kill like seven vampires yeah in this she killed movie. several a handful at least uh, meanwhile at the prom the kids are taking care of the vampire army that are attacking uh, like we get we also get a couple of interesting I guess they're not cameos they're just actors early in their career right but like we see Alexis Arquette kill the DJ and uh-huh. take over. Uh, Seth Green is one of the vampires yeah. in the in the final attack. I I think I read that Ricky Lake is also in this Ricky sequence. Ricky Lake, yeah. Oh, um, so you know it's a movie. If did Ricky not Lake is now. In the now it's a movie. Now it's a picture. <laughs> uh, we we watching Cry Baby tonight. Um, we should though. Cry Baby. Yeah. Have you re- have you no, revisited I don't know that? What that is. Oh, it's John Waters. Um, it's, 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 uh, it's basically like a tribute to fifties greaser movies okay. and it stars uh, Johnny Depp. <gasps> Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It's got Iggy pop taking a yes. bath in a, in a, t- in a like a, a bucket outside. <laughs> How could I forget? Perfect film. Um, there, and there's also a good little, the, one of the few bits of good horror makeup in the uh-huh. sequence where, uh, Benny gets splashed with holy water and like starts to like burn. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But the music stops when the DJ is killed. Uh-huh. And Buffy goes, the rest is silence. Merrick told me. I knew it all along. <laughs> knew what? What are we? Because she was being hypnotized by Lothos. Uh-huh. The music stops. And now she's not hypnotized anymore. There's so many <laughs> questions I have about this moment. One, how did Merrick know about the music after he dies? And the prom, yeah. How did he know to warn her about this? What is he warning her of? How does the music turning off break the spell? I don't know. Because it's not like it's not like Lothos has the microphone and he's like, "Come to me, Buffy." <laughs> Come to me, Buffy. We also just rewatched Edward, so that's a little bit. Of, that's a little bit of Bela. <laughs> Bela. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm not going anywhere near that goddamn thing. Um, no, I. It doesn't make any fucking it sense. Doesn't. Uh, this movie doesn't make any sense. No, and they they fight in the gym. Now he has a sword. Right. They fight for like a few minutes, and I the, here I wrote down the lines that Lothos says here. Okay. Which will show you how contradictory and confusing this fucking movie is okay. at all times. You are my destiny. I could never hurt you. I'll send you screaming to the pits of hell. I haven't finished with you. Like, what does that... I wrote down... What do you want? I wrote down, what the fuck? I wrote down, I don't know what anyone in this movie wants. You also got very angry when she backflipped a whole bunch. Why does she have to backflip to the flag? Why? It looks cool. If you're going to have a problem with backflips, I don't know if we can watch the show because like that bitch loves to backflip. <laughs> I think it's fucking ridiculous. It is. It's it is. so stupid. But she kills him with an American flag. <laughs> wow. And yeah. In one of, another truly puzzling moment, he dies and then pulls his <laughs> arm up to cover his face with his flag like he's a kid in a play. Like yeah. it was so weird. And then Buffy takes credit for killing all the vampires. By herself. Yeah. She was the only one. Everyone slowly files out of the gym. She and Pike drive off together. The news is covering the... There's a really upsetting moment where, like, the girl that Jeffrey went on a date with uh-huh. Says, like, how could I let you do this to me? Because she's <gasps> oh, lost her virginity. yeah. And I'm like, that's not funny. No, that's awful. 
And that made we, me feel really icky. It was it was really icky. Yeah. And then we end on a laugh with uh, Amelyn still dying. Amelyn still dying. It's and if that doesn't again tell you how tonally fucking confused this movie is, <laughs> I don't know what will. My final note. Uh huh. This is a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You're right. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's we're done. It's not a good movie. Um, no, no. it's not. And uh I I'm torn. Yeah, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it either. I think if you're curious, if you've seen if you love the show and you've never seen the movie, maybe give it a shot and see if it sure. like, feels like a fun companion piece. But like I it it really it really didn't work for me. It didn't work for me back when I first saw it either. Like I remember thinking well, that's not very good, but it was like kind of a fun curiosity. Sure. Watching it now, it just feels like a drag. It was so, yeah, no. Um, but on the plus side, it was shot in 1992. Right. So we got some great 90s fashion. Great some fashion. Looks. Some very good fashion. Um, in Oh, Those Are Killer Threads, we're going to pick our favorite outfit or accessory from the movie. Maybe even something we'd wear for ourselves. What you got? What'd you like? Um... Baby Hillary Swank wears mm. this, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, wears this dress mm. with that's black with white daisies yes. all over it with these big flower mm-hmm. earrings. And I just love the whole look. Yeah. That was the black with the white daisies uh-huh. was something that like was very signature for me when I, like in the oh, 90s, totally. loved it. I feel like it's also something that maybe Reese would have worn in fear. Oh, 100%. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I got? I really love. Well, this isn't what I picked, but in early in the movie, uh, Buffy's also wearing a floral number that I just absolutely oh, adore. Yeah. But my favorite and the thing that I would actually wear mm-hmm. is that hideous lemon yellow jacket. Uh, it, from the from the it's fucking a, it's the Gale Weathers collection. It is. It is. It is. But it's a good jacket. It's so good. It's a I good love jacket. It. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. A, a classic title and yeah. oh that's a better title we're gonna try to na- rename the movie yeah i couldn't i just couldn't do it oh i i gotta go with buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> it's very rare that i just don't want i don't uh, engage with the bit yeah <laughs> but what did what would you call this movie the harry mole club that's really good <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a line from the movie. It right? is, she's yeah. Not part of the Harry Mole Club. Yeah, she's she's. It was your intro, actually. The end of it is she talks about being in the Harry Mole. Right. Club. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and say, uh, you just needed a chaser for this one. <laughs> uh, and oh, that's a relaxing movie. We're gonna pick something to double feature with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm gonna keep the punk rock vamp. Uh, vibes going okay and i would just say watch the lost boys a a better execution of this kind of vibe Uh, southern california vampires kids fighting vampires (laughs) Uh, there's even a couple of sequences in this movie where i'm like lost boys literally did this better six years earlier sure yeah Uh, what would you say um i would say watch david arquette and something actually scary and go with scream absolutely yeah one of my Um, faves a great movie Mm -hmm. a movie that i think you know we've talked about the first two Mm -hmm. we should get around to scream three soon we should because i we revisited that we did uh i'm gonna say it this time peek behind the curtain (laughs) we rewatched scream three earlier this year and i was quite surprised by my reaction to it same i didn't remember a lot of it and uh guys i kind of fucking love it i kind of yeah we changed our rating yeah i mean it's still it's funny for me the scream the scream ranking is very much more or less like in order aside from like the last couple yeah um but well in order of release but I don't know that could change I'm I'm curious I haven't I also haven't rewatched four in a long time yeah uh uh, neither here nor there nope what's here we do it next is next time next time uh we're going to 
continue down the road of the 90s yeah and things that uh affected nathan as a child <laughs> Um, we haven't done a scary episode in a while. Yeah. Uh, a, a scary episode of television. So we're going to go back to the early 90s and talk about an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Uh, we are going back to season three, episode 11 of uh-huh. Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which, by the way, is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. And uh, this episode is called The Tale of the Quicksilver. Uh, I remember nothing about it. Okay. Aside from like one little bit at the beginning, which I will explain uh, in the next episode. But I, um, as a child, saw the first five minutes of this episode, mm-hmm. turned it off, and okay. didn't sleep for days. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be so embarrassed when we actually <laughs> sit down to watch it later. Sure. But uh, yeah, until then. Uh-huh. If you have recommendations for us for sh- movies we should do on the show, uh, you can send us an email at oh, that's a scary movie at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Instagram at oh, that's a scary movie. You can find us on Twitter, aka X, <laughs> X. at uh, Otasm Podcast, O T A S M Podcast. Um, we've gotten a, a bunch of really great recommendations. There is a particular zombie film that I think I'm going to get Ashley to sit down and watch very soon. Um, we also haven't done zombies in a we minute, haven't. right? We haven't. Not um, since like Christmas, I think. Yeah, since Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, in the meantime, you can also check out the AIPT Comics podcast. Uh, we're running an interview. We've just run an interview with Benjamin Percy. Uh, the writer on Wolverine and X-Force. He's also mm-hmm. got a mini-series coming up that I think horror fans are going to be really excited for, Predator versus Wolverine. Ooh. So uh, really, really cool. I've read the first issue. It's a fucking blast. I, I'm not allowed to say more than that, but I think I think if you like the Predator movies, mm-hmm. you're going to really, really enjoy this thing. Um, Silver Linings playlist is coming back at the end Woo-hoo! of this month. Yay! Uh, we're we're gonna be recording our first couple of episodes in just uh, just a week's time, um, and if you like James Bond, you can head over to the VHS Files podcast on YouTube and on their podcast feed. Uh, we recently did an episode on the Man with the Golden Gun. We've got one coming up about uh, the Spy Who Loved Me and uh, an episode discussing the Sylvester Stallone film. Cobra, <laughs> which was a blast and a half mm-hmm. a movie that I actually got Ashley to yeah, watch. Yeah, no, I had so much fun watching it. It was so fun. Um, but yeah, uh, go watch The Tale of the Quicksilver. Yeah. And until next time, be good. <laughs>